Hello Bridgetown Church and those of you joining us online. My name is Gabriel Flores and this is the Bridgetown Daily for Tuesday, July 28th. Today I want to talk about our relationship to people as well as the importance of nourishment given to us only from God himself. These two have potentially never been more important than ever before. But first, in hopes to align our hearts with the Spirit, the words of Jesus out of the Gospel of John. A new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. As we hope to draw closer to the understanding of this today, let us pray. Holy Spirit, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, and that we would be in a deep union with you. Amen. It is an understatement to say that everything happening around us has been difficult to adjust to, let alone live in. Whether we saw it coming or not, I'd imagine that as a byproduct, there has been a great deal of added strain placed on the relationships that we are a part of perhaps unavoidably, as well as rightfully so. Amidst it all, I do believe that there is still no reason to suffer from a relational and social recession of sorts. I would absolutely love to encourage you today in this space. I pose the question of, can we actually grow closer to Jesus and to people in this time? Can we actually love one another as he had loved us? I was hoping to share a dream with you today that dates back to the first time I had it in December of 2019. I had the same dream for the third time no more than just two weeks ago. But first, we have to take a quick detour and talk about salmon. Salmon are an intriguing specimen, to say the least. Close to six years ago, I moved from the big small town of Albuquerque, New Mexico, to the beautiful Pacific Northwest. And although the Southwest is absolutely stunning, there are no oceans, and there definitely isn't any running salmon. Depending on the type of salmon, and in case you were wondering, there are seven. The lifespan ranges anywhere from two to seven years. Most types of salmon typically spend the first year to about the third in the river to which they were born. They then migrate to the ocean to spend the remaining years of life. But at a certain point in adulthood, instinct takes over and they make their way back home to help reproduce the next generation. Some salmon swim up to 2,000 miles to make it back to their spawning grounds. Somehow, no matter how far the salmon travel away from their home, they make it back to the very same place they started out as an egg. Well, you stuck around, and I'll have you know that, yes, this is still the Bridgetown Daily for July 28th. Here's my dream. It was a beautiful sunny day, and while walking along an absolutely gorgeous river, my eyes took notice of hundreds, if not thousands, of salmon, and they were gathered together in a deep pool. Quite suddenly, the land began to slide, and a significant amount of rock and soil fell into the river and prevented passage. The salmon scattered. When this happens in nature, salmon have a few choices. They can head back down to the main stem of the river in hopes to find another creek leading back to their home. Some salmon actually attempt to make the most dangerous of options and try to navigate the landslide. Finally, most waited out in hopes of a big rain that come to wash out the landslide granting access. In the dream, the salmon were doing all three. Some salmon went on ahead only to find themselves gasping for air at about 30 or 40 feet in. I could do absolutely nothing for them. Some went back down to the main stem of the river. However, the majority of salmon stayed behind in the deep pool. They stayed together and with each other, anticipating a heavy rain. The first time I had the dream, that's when it ended. The second time I had the dream, it was about the same, except in this case, I actually made my way over to some of the salmon that made their best attempt through the landslide. I was actually able to pick a few of them up, and in the dream, when I did, 
they decayed. And finally, the third time, I had the dream almost two weeks ago. The attention was back on the salmon in the pool. The rain had finally come, moving the debris and creating clear passage. And the dream ended. Initially, back in December, I felt that it was a beautiful dream of staying together in the waiting. I told a few close friends and we were moved. However, it was clear to me that the landslide represented the COVID-19 pandemic when the stay-at-home guidelines rolled out in February. Strikingly similar to the slam to the salmon. Strikingly similar to the salmon, the landslide forced us to wait, to say the least. But what it also presented was an invitation to slow down, to reassess our lives and perhaps revisit some things, to even find some sort of rest. I do believe the landslide can represent all sorts of things in my life personally as well as at large. And I recognize that if I had this dream a year ago, perhaps it would have meant something entirely different. But I had it two weeks ago. So I have to wonder and believe that the Spirit of God is encouraging me to not only stay together, but to grow deeper with Him and with those around me. To live well, to love well, and to come into the space of waiting where some answers are few, but true rest is available. I'd like to end our time together today with a few questions and focus on how the salmon responded to the landslide in the dream. I also want to recognize that each of us have responded to the virus as well as the fight for social justice differently. And I pray that in one of these responses, each of us will find some resonance. While we sit and pray, let us be mindful of the words of Jesus to love one another as he has loved us, to be open to what the Spirit is speaking and doing and to be open to those around us. So if you're able to, close your eyes and still yourself for just a minute. Feel your feet on the ground and take a deep breath. Now, are you someone that made the run on ahead? Ask yourself, are you still running? Are you still resisting the change? What does it cost you? Are you open to those around you? Are you open to the Spirit's work in your life? Or perhaps after the landslide, you never came back to the group. Or perhaps after the landslide, you never came back to the group. Did you go your own way? Are you on your own way right now? Are you lonely? Are you scared? Are you angry? How has this impacted you? And what sort of impact has this had on those around you? Another group I'd like to mention are those that stayed back with the group. However, while in the waiting, you've actually grown cold, apathetic, and disengaged from what's happening around you and even in you. The weight has buried you. Has this brought shame? Do you feel guilty? Are you restless? How has this impacted you? How is it impacting those around you? And lastly, the group that finds himself in leadership during this time. I ask, do you feel overwhelmed? How has this affected you? How has this affected those around you? If you're anything like me, you are well aware of how easily you can fit into any of these categories. The temptation to run on alone, leaving loved ones behind, to stop altogether and disengage, or to be buried by the weight around me because I'm supposed to be something only God is. Today, the Spirit offers rest. He offers strength to endure. We must only slow in order to be filled. 
I ask, recommit yourself to your community. Recommit yourself to the love of a wonderful Father, to lean into prayer, and to lean into the prophetic. I'd like to leave you with a quote out of the book of The Relational Soul by Richard Plass and James Cofield. God has always had a people, a community through which God draws the world to himself. If we want to understand the character and purpose of God, we must look to the community of God's people. Embedded in the story of God's people, in the story of creating, saving, preserving, guiding, and reclaiming, God fulfills his divine purpose in and through very real people. The Church of Christ is the actual of his presence in the world.